It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. My name is Dr. Justin Coulson. I'm the author of six books about raising children and having happy families, and the parent of six of my own children, uh, my wife Kylie and I, the parents of six daughters. And I'm joined, as always, by Luke and Susie Holt. They're a husband and wife radio team. They have three young boys themselves. And in this conversation, I talked to Luke and Susie about conflict and marriage based on a question that came through from one of our listeners. When it comes to marriage, is it better to say nothing and possibly build resentment but have a peaceful home or bring up an issue and possibly fight about it or hurt the other's feelings? Yeah, this reminds me of a story that I love to share about my baby girl, Emily. So when Emily was about 18 months old, she's about six and a half now, but when she was 18 months old, you know, as a parent, certainly as a parent of six children, you don't get a lot of nice, quiet, easy, relaxed Saturday afternoons. Normally weekends, you're running children around everywhere or there's work to do around the house. There's always something going on. But on this particular Saturday afternoon, I was at home with the youngest three of my children. Kylie was out with uh, the children two and three and our eldest was at work. So Kylie had taken two kids. I had three at home. Emily, the baby, was asleep in her cot. The other two kids were playing in the toy room together happily. And for the first time in I don't know how long, I was laying on my bed reading a book having a quiet Saturday afternoon and thinking, oh my goodness, this is heaven. When I heard coming from the baby's room, dad, 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 dad. You know when, you know when your little baby wakes up and they're calling out to you? Yeah. But they're not really calling you. They're more just sort of giggling and gurgling in their cot and they're happy. Yeah. And you know, any parent who's raised a child for longer than a few minutes knows that when your child is happy in their cot, you don't go to them. You wait. They're happy, they're giggling and having a nice time. So I just left her there and I kind of was soaking up the moment of just hearing this happy baby playing while I'm reading my book. I'm thinking, oh, this is beautiful. This is such a great afternoon. But pretty soon her calls and cries became a little more urgent, shall we say. And so I put my book down, walked to her bedroom door, opened it. As I opened it, I remember the smile on her face was like, oh, you're here, like you know, the most important person in my life kind of thing. I was like, yeah, here I am. Hello, Emily. She smiled at me and then held out her hand with a closed fist and said, ta to daddy, ta to daddy. And I thought, oh, I wonder what she's got. I mean, my kids don't sleep with sharp, dangerous objects, but sometimes they find stuff. And I thought, I wonder what she's picked up. I need to get it off her straight away. So I put my hand out and said, Emily, ta to daddy. And she placed into my hand a perfectly rounded piece of poo that she had pulled from her nappy. (laughs) Oh, darling girl. Oh, yes. And, and, And it was so funny because as she gave it to me, like it was a very special gift, this piece of shockingly unwanted output. Uh, <laughs> I remember looking at it and thinking, this is a metaphor for life and a, <laughs> and a metaphor for relationships. And it's important that I choose wisely how I respond to this. You know, I mean, all this happened in a fraction of a second, but I, I had that realization right then. Because in life, there are people, even people that we love deeply and dearly, who from time to time hand us stuff that we don't want to have to hold. Do you know what I mean? They, oh, yeah. They just give us shockingly unwanted output, I think was the phrase that I used before. They put this stuff in our hands. And, and, and what kind of a parent or a partner do we want to be? Are we going to be the one, to use Amy's suggestion, who starts throwing this stuff all around the room, even throws it back in their face? Says, what are you giving me this for? I need to talk to you about this. You should. I mean, that's kind of option one that Amy suggested, that we give as good as we get. And research tells us fairly convincingly that this is not typically going to be a recipe for a healthy, harmonious, happy relationship. 
But the alternative that Amy has suggested is that we say, oh, thank you so much for giving me that pile of mess uh, and I'll just go and clean that up. You know, that's the thing where we just take it on board and we, uh, you know, we, we become the martyr. We do anything we can to preserve the relationship because this is how we need to make things work. And you know, that's a terribly unhealthy way to live as well. Not only is there terrible inequality in the relationship that ultimately festers and comes out in awful ways down the track, but it's just no way to live your life. You can't live like that. Pretty soon you start to wonder what it is that you've signed up for and resent everything. So I think that there's a much better way forward Uh, unsurprisingly it's neither of those two things and this is what I did with Emily when she handed me this um this pile of smelly stuff I shocking unwanted output yeah that's it I, I looked at her and I said wow it looks like you're in a little bit of discomfort and things aren't quite right just now and I sure am glad I got here when I did. Have you seen what they can do with that stuff if you leave them alone with it for a while? Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, baby cream. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. All over the walls and all over the cot. It could have been terrible. And so I was grateful that she was handing it to me. I actually expressed appreciation. And then I said, so what do you think I can do to help? So my idea here is when we're in a conflict-ridden marriage, when we're not getting on well with our spouse... What we need to do is find ways to express appreciation for the conflict, which therefore highlights that there is conflict and say, so what can I do to help? Where do we go from here? Does that make sense? Mm. It does. But let me throw the great difficulty that we often have is that when the challenge that they have is all about us seemingly and therefore defensiveness comes into play and your suggested retort back in this conversation gets harder and harder, the more defensive or the more offensive it seems that what they're saying is to us. Hmm. You know, I'm going to share two other quick stories that I think might be helpful. Both of them are going to make me look good. I promise you that I'm not as good as these stories will make me sound, but every now and again, I have a moment of brilliance, and they're the first two that pop into my mind. The first is, now just recently, I was having a conversation with Kylie, Mrs. Happy Families, my unparalleled wife, and in that conversation, we were talking about some difficulties that we'd had in the past. And she made this comment to me. She said, the one thing about you, Justin, is that you always make your love for me bigger than your frustration or bigger than your pride or bigger than whatever it is that's going on. Your love for me is always bigger than that other stuff. And it really struck me in quite a profound way as I thought, well, that's exactly what it is because the relationship matters so much more than the dishes that get left in the sink or the fact that we didn't have dinner two nights in a row. You know, we, we have a, a division of responsibility in our home where Kylie actually takes on a commitment to provide the meals so that I can have my capacity to go out and earn a living. And that's just how we've broken things up. Am I therefore uh, sexist and saying women should be? No, I'm not. I'm just saying that in our family, that's what we've agreed works and we're both happy with that. But, you know, if there's a couple of nights where that doesn't happen in a row, I might choose to get a little bit frustrated. But I'm not going to because my relationship with Kylie is worth far more than having to go and buy dinner or have a toasted sandwich. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first thing I would say. Just you make the relationship and your love far bigger than the other thing. And the other thing that I've practiced is when Kylie used to, from time to time, offer me some suggestions for how I might be a better husband, I would say to her, as the little bit of criticism might have slipped in, I would say, I am so grateful that you've pointed out another one of my deficiencies, another one of my character flaws, another one of my areas in which I fall short as a husband or a father. Thank you for helping me to see ways that I can be better. And I remember the the first time I said that to Kylie, she looked at me like I was from another planet. (laughs) 
because because here I was responding to her criticism with appreciation and gratitude, and she looked at me and she's like, "Where am I supposed to go with that?" <laughs> like, how can, how can I be angry at you now that you've just said that? I said, "Well, I don't really want you to be angry at me." And she said, "But I am angry at you, and now you've said that." And it, it took all the hot air out of it. Now, there was one time in particular where I, I tried that and she said uh, something along the lines of, oh, don't give me all of that psychology crap <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because because she was really mad at me. And I said, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't be giving you that psychology stuff. And I really appreciate you highlighting that sometimes I can utilize what I know in a way that makes you feel like I'm manipulating you. And she said, you're doing it again. <laughs> but I guess what I'm highlighting is there is a middle way there is a third way we don't have to be a martyr we don't have to roll over and say oh gee yeah I'm just a bad person and we don't have to start fighting back to create a a power imbalance or, or try to reclaim power what we can do instead is we can simply acknowledge and then say but I choose you more than I choose the conflict I choose you more than I choose saving face I choose you more than what this issue is and therefore thank you for helping me to realize ways that I can be a better husband or a better Mm. spouse and because of the feedback you've given me please know that I'm sorry and I will do better I don't know how else to say it except that that seems to be something that has not only preserved my marriage and many relationships that I've helped people with over the years but it actually seems to not just preserve but actually strengthen and grow and make stronger these relationships. It's a very, very uh, confronting sort of challenge for us on how we respond to the people who are most important and most worthy of us approaching them with that peace and that calm response that you're sharing. I would like to highlight though, Justin, there is a probably a tone fine line to say exactly the same words in response where you can express your appreciation for them pointing out another one of your flaws, but with a slightly wrong tone, it can have a very different meaning. <laughs> Thank you for pointing out that I'm an idiot. Yes, I know. I know. Thanks a lot for pointing out another one of my flaws. I really appreciate how you want to make me better. <laughs> well, you know, Luke, I know that we've got to wrap up because we're, we're pretty much out of time, but let me just highlight. So Dr. John Gottman is the author of uh, several books about marriage, and he for many years has been seen as – one of the you know one of the biggest relationships and marriage experts in the world and he argues that there are what he calls four horsemen of the apocalypse your relationship is in danger when these four horsemen appear and they appear in a certain order most of the time the first is criticism and then the next is contempt so criticism is oh i can't believe you forgot to do it again contempt is you fool you know, it's, it's that extra level. It's that personal character barb that gets jabbed in there. The third one is defensiveness. And the fourth one is stonewalling, where we just stop communicating. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because the couple of strategies that I've shared just now, they really cut them off at the outset. So if a partner is going to be critical towards their spouse and that spouse says, thank you, I'm sorry, I'll do better. I appreciate you showing me ways that I can improve myself as a partner to you. What it does is it takes all of the emotion out of it. There's no more contempt. There's no criticism. And we never get to defensiveness or stonewalling. Mm. It's just an incredible circuit breaker. And what tends to happen, unless you are in a manipulative, abusive relationship, and I would not recommend this in such circumstances, but if you're in a relationship where both of you love each other and you're doing your best to have a healthy, happy marriage, this is what works because it's what gets us to the heart of what matters most. We're saying, I love you. I'm open to your influence. I need to be better because our relationship matters. And that's, that's really, you know, that's the motive behind the words that makes it happen. Is it fair to say, Justin, in that disclaimer about 
in a in a violent or abusive relationship that most of the generic advice and conversations we have doesn't apply to an abusive situation that it's a whole different set of rules of how you respond to circumstances because if it's a an abuser who is criticizing you to just respond with this gentle meekness i would imagine if someone is inclined to abuse that only goes to spiral for them to reaffirm it is your fault and it's your fault that they've been aggressive and violent and that it's a different set of rules right I would actually say that if you are in an abusive relationship and somebody starts being aggressive towards you, that making a gentle acknowledgement that you could be better is probably the best way to, again, break that circuit and not let things escalate. But what I would actually be saying is go and get some help, talk to somebody, call one of the various helplines that are available, speak to your doctor, speak to a a person from your church who can help you, speak to somebody in your community, uh, talk to a psychologist and get that help. I wouldn't want to dive into anything more than a very general statement in a conversation like this. It's just too complicated. Don't do it alone. Mm. Definitely don't do alone. Get help. And, and you know what? You'll know. <laughs> you'll, you'll know if you're in that relationship, even based on what we've talked about today. Dr. Justin Coulson, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> if you've enjoyed the podcast or found it helpful, could you do something for me? Go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review. It's the reviews that help people find the podcast and have happier families. A review came through from Doctor and Mum of Three, a five-star review. Thank you so much, Doctor and Mum of Three. It says, succinct, relevant, and doable. I'm really glad I found this podcast. It's short enough to listen to on short commutes in the car, is relevant to current day challenges, and the advice is actually helpful and doable within almost every modern family. As a GP, I often recommend this podcast to my patients. Well, Doctor and Mum of Three, thank you so much for the recommendations. Thank you again for the five-star review and the opportunity to have an influence in your world. It means a tremendous amount. For more information on how I can help, visit happyfamilies.com.au. While you're there, check out the brand new memberships that we're offering for either about $12 or $17 a month. You can have a parenting expert literally in your pocket. That's me with a whole range of different ways that I can really elevate the well-being of your family and make a difference. Please check out happyfamilies.com.au for the Happy Families memberships or go to my Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families. Happy Families.